Hey, hi, hello, hi. Welcome to Ender Back to the Jet Real Podcast. I am your host, Jill Treese. And wow, oh wow, I just wrote down a list of things that I would like to talk about in this episode because we always do things on the cuff. Things on the cuff, off the cuff. Um, yep, so I have a lot I want to talk about today. And I think we're just gonna we're just gonna jump into it. So let's roll the intro music. Got a lot of energy, I apologize. Here we go. <laughs> quite a few things that I would like to say and I'm not really sure which one is going to take up the most time but um I just kind of I've got a lot of my heart right now I just want to get out into the world so I'm just gonna ramble but you guys are like we done been knowing this Jill this is how you record every episode I'm gonna take my little melatonin gummies so I can sleep tonight my sleep is poop speaking of which um a lot of you have been asking, and I want to handle this tactfully because I don't in any way, any way want to promote, um, you know, being on medication or anything like that, but um, i got to move my mic closer to me. Hold on. It's too short, and I tried. I thought I could do it, and I can't. I have to put, my, put it on top of my makeup bag so it's closer to my face so that I can speak into the mic. Um, anyway don't want to promote medication and um, if you've listened to my episodes where I talked about how I thought that I had ADHD I don't want anybody to listen to that and be like oh my god I have it too like it's that's not that's not no 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 go to a doctor and um, get um, tested blah 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 I went to a doctor and explained what was going on and pretty much listed everything that um, you know, has been going on, and they were like, oh, God, sis, (laughs) and just, I feel like when, well, I don't know, because, I mean, some of you have probably met me in person, but, um, in certain circumstances, I'm, like, whoa, overwhelmed, this is a lot, and it just, I look like I'm not reacting to anything at all, but it's because it's all going on inside my head, but, um, when I'm comfortable, it is non-fucking-stop, all over the place, bouncing all over the walls, just, have a lot to say, have a lot to do. Lots of sounds come out of my mouth all the time. It's verging on Tourette's, but, um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a lot. And, um, especially when I am like nervous, it gets worse. (laughs) And, um, my poor doctor, she was like, oh my God. Okay. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, without, I don't want to promote it. Um, because I mean, I'm still kind of iffy on the whole drug thing, But I did um, get a prescription to help with ADHD and focusing. And um, I just, I feel like saying the name of it is such a bad word. But (laughs) I mean, I guess it's it's a prescription. It's legal. It's okay. I did the right thing. Um, But I got prescribed Adderall XR. And I'm not going to lie. I do not love the way I feel on it. It's weird because it's like... Like, at all times, it's like my brain has about eight tabs open at once, and I'm jumping back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth to all of them, and it's all going so fast all at once. And it's great because I feel like I'm doing a lot, but at the same time, I'm not finishing anything, and it's very frustrating, and I can't stay on task. But on with the Adderall, I can, and I am able to just, like, relax, and that is how... 
well, that's one way that you can um, sort of double check if you have ADHD is if Adderall calms you down. And it certainly does. It just kind of makes me like, well, because I don't know, for my understanding on a lot of the research that I've done for ADHD is like um, a person that has ADHD has sort of what we would call like a tired normal, quote unquote, normal neurotypical brain. Um, And so essentially, when you give it a stimulant, it becomes a quote unquote normal brain. But like, obviously, there are lots of side effects to stimulants and stuff. And like, I don't I mean, I just don't feel like myself on it. And um, they told me that I need to take it every single day. And I said, no. Um, So and I've talked to a lot of people that are on it. And um, it's it's okay to um, just do it you know, kind of like need by need basis. I don't know. I'm not recommending that anybody do anything that I'm doing. I'm not a doctor. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm just trying to fumble my way through this. So please don't get me in dro- trouble or sue me. But um, it has really helped a lot. I, um, I'm i normally not a person that really is big on pills and meds and stuff like that. I, I mean, I am 21 going on 22 and not even really a drinker. (laughs) Like, I just, I don't really like putting a bunch of random shit into my body. And, um, so I don't know. It's just, I have mixed feelings about it, but I was like seriously suffering these past couple of semesters, um, as my classes got more difficult and I actually needed to focus. It was like, oh wait, I can't. (laughs) Um, which isn't funny. It actually sucks a lot, but, um, that's how we cope, you know? Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I want to say on that front. I mean, again, just like if you've ever listened to me talk about, um, why I think I have ADHD or like what I'm experiencing again, don't be like, oh yeah, me too. Because I mean, it all comes in different. It like, most everything in mental health is on a sliding scale. Like you can have trouble focusing without having ADHD. Like there's a difference. Um, you know, it's just when it's bad enough that you can put a name on it. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Um, I'm pretty, pretty okay. I feel like good about the diagnosis. I feel validated and it's helpful. I'm just not super thrilled, um, you know, about needing kind of like, I feel like I kind of like need a medicine to like do stuff. And I don't know how I feel about that. At the same time, it's like, I feel like if I tried, re- I don't even know though, because I want to say I feel like if I tried really hard, then I could do it without the meds. But like, it's just is so stressful. Like, um, my first semester in grad school d- this past month uh, was, you know, unmedicated, whatever. And oh my god, I left everything up to the last minute. And a few days before everything was due is when I got diagnosed and got a prescription, and I knocked everything out that that day. (laughs) Like, so frustrating that it's, it's just right there. Like, I can do it. I know I can, but I just need that extra little, like, you got it, (laughs) you know? I don't know if that makes any sense. I'm not trying to glorify drugs, I promise. Um, it's just, it's, it's been really, really helpful. I just, I still, I like my brain. I like who I am. I like the way I think and all the bouncy all over the placeness is just, that is a part of me. And I've talked to a lot of my friends about that. And they were like, a lot of my friends, I have like two friends. Um, and they were just like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Kind of would hate to see it like change you all the way, you know? And I mean, I'm, I'm there. It, I don't know. It just feels weird. Like every time I've taken it, it, when I start like talking to somebody, I'm like, oh my God, I can still do that. <laughs> like been so like focused on whatever I've been doing. Like, I think I, 
answered either answered DMs or emails or edited. I did something for like five hours straight on my computer and I was like, maybe we should take a break. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's so nice to be able to focus that I like take full advantage of it because I don't like to take it that often. But I don't know. I hope that makes some sense. Yell at me if you need to. Um, but I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, can only go off what the doctor told me and what my body it feels feels like is telling me, you know. Um, but yeah. Um, so today is the 6th of July. Tomorrow will be the 7th. So um, this past weekend I was in Texarkana visiting my homie and um, her boyfriend's family and they had like a big barbecue and everything and we got Liddy and it was very fun I actually like it's so funny because I just said I don't drink um and I really don't I think the last time I actually like drank drank was on Halloween <laughs> like it's been a minute and before that like it wasn't very much um and I don't know I just don't really like how it makes me feel like I just feel kind of usually the problem is I m- my family we all have like a migraine syndrome um so it almost always instantly gives me a headache and then I'm just a pain in the ass for the rest of the night because my head hurts and I just bitch about wanting to go to sleep um but for some reason I guess jello shots just agreed with me and um we did some of those and then I took um a few other shots and I was totally fine at the end of the night like I was good everybody else was throwing up literally every single other person held a few hairs <laughs> and um but I was all good and I was very proud of my body because normally that's that's me I can't handle anything and that's I just don't like to drink because it mm-mm. but that was a good experience so proud of myself had a good fourth we watched some fireworks and um hung out does lots of fun activities it was great the only my only downside and as I'm segueing into my other topic is oh whoa kitty cats what Archie Good meows, good meows. Um, <laughs> my only complaint is that I'm so lonely. I got nobody. I'm on my own. I can't hit that high note. It's okay. We'll just leave it there. <laughs> um, but yeah, it sucks. Um, I mean, like, there's this part of me that um, I think I've talked about it before a little bit on more of my relationship episodes, but I don't know, like. The past couple of months, I've been so good. Like, I got out of, like, a weird little relationship thing, and um, that was following a very long, very toxic back-and-forth one, and I have a, an episode all about those relationships um, from a little while ago, but, I mean, I don't know. I just was starting to feel really, really good. Just, I'm on my own. I'm doing my thing. I'm very busy, like, like almost catastrophically busy. Like, I have so much to do all the time and it's kind of drowning but it's also like really fun that I have so much to do because you know my best friend just moved to Texarkana that's the one and um she pissed a deered and now I am like kind of here by myself and it sucks (laughs) because I like don't have anything um or like anybody to go do stuff with but at the same time like I have so much to do with all the horses and school (sighs) that I'm like packed all the time but it does suck at things like that when I'm like, oh, everybody's being cute with their significant other and I'm on the couch. 
alone. I'm like, you know, I don't know. And it's probably weird because I know like when people that I listen to on podcasts when they like say things like that, I'm like, that's so weird because like I would totally do that for you, dog. Like I'll be your buddy. And then, you know, but like, I don't know if that makes sense, but it just, it's, it's sad. I want a buddy. I want a nice little man buddy that I can say, hey, dude, sit by me at all times. <laughs> you don't have a choice. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I spent most of the weekend on Tinder and Bumble because we are that desperate. But you guys, you gotta know. You gotta understand. Before you get all judgy, like, oh, Joel uses dating apps. Yeah, yeah, she do. She do use them. And you know why? Because I live in Arkansas on a horse farm by myself. I live by myself on a horse farm in Arkansas. I don't go to bars. Also, COVID. Hello. Um, so, like, I have zero opportunity to meet people unless I just, like, hit on my waiters or the people that hand me my food out the drive-thru window. Like, I ain't got, ain't got any places to meet people. I don't go to weddings because I don't have friends, so I can't even meet people at weddings like you're supposed to. So, we got Tinder and we got Bumble in hopes of maybe cross-referencing and finding one in there. You know, I feel like if I throw the the pasta at the wall enough, one piece will stick. Archie, dear God, I'm recording. He says, but I need the pets so badly. Pathetic. I'm going to stop petting him so he'll go away. I love you, but I can't. Um. Anyway, but yeah, I don't know. I just am kind of like, boo. Because, I mean, I'm all about the strong, independent woman don't need no man. But at the same time, like... Yeah, I don't, but, like, I kind of want one just to, like, do shit with. <laughs> like, have somebody to talk to all the time. Because that was so annoying, too. Like, I don't even have anything to do on my phone. God. Because, I mean, in Texarkana, Arkansas. Do not. Do not. My drawing is up here. He's trying to jump up on my desk. Um, <laughs> but in Texarkana, oh, my God. There are, like, three whole men there. God, it's just not good. So I kept running out of people. Didn't even have anything to do. Nobody to talk to. It was so boring. Anyway, so that is my my complaint of the day is I'm tired of being alone. I don't even, like, I just need a buddy. Like, I don't even care if it's romantic. I just need a friend <laughs> to do stuff with. But it's also, like, because I, and, like, here, I'm a, I'm a headed off. Like, I always get people. And, like, I just want you to take a moment and think about this. Because I don't want to be rude or, like, hurt anybody's feelings at all. And if you've done this, just know that I appreciate the sentiment more than you know but it's puts me in like the weirdest position ever when people message me and they're like hey I heard you talking about you being lonely and I would love to be your friend I feel like we're the same person and I'm like I don't know how like do I say yes now we begin friendship like I don't how do you what (laughs) um all of my friendships have always started just organically like I don't know how to be like, you're my friend, you know? Cause I mean, I don't know anything about you. Like, so I don't know. No, don't do that. Cause like, like what if I just like, well, I mean, if, if you're listening to my podcast, you probably like me a little bit more than the average person. I could be just throw, fucking stepping on a line here, but I feel like, you know, but like if a random person were just to be like, Hey, I feel like we're really similar we should be friends. Some people would be like, yeah, all right, and text them, never text them again. Some people would be like, "Mm, no. And I feel like I'm one of those people because I'm rather introverted. I don't know where this conversation is going at all, 
but at the same time, I don't know. I just, it's weird. And I also like, I'm very picky about people. Like I get very annoyed with people very quickly. And that is why I'm single and friendless. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. It's just really hard for me to find people that I like really click with for some reason. Um, so hence the loneliness is a little bit deafening, suffocating, all encompassing, but I mean, I'll be fine. I know that people will come along, people come in and out of your life as you go all the time. 21, you don't need somebody right now. Oh my God, enjoy being single. It's the best time of your life. Like, yeah, but I kind of want to like deal with somebody, you know? I don't know. I'm speaking to one male human from Tinder, ATM, and uh, he's very nice and very funny. Potentially has COVID, though, so won't be meeting him anytime soon. And you know what? This global pandemic is just a real big in the way, sir. That's how we're going to say the PC version. I don't know. I still really haven't decided how I feel about swearing on here because I swear a lot in person. But I feel like I should try and keep it on a leash a little bit. I don't know, you guys. Let me know if you have a problem with it. Shoot me an email, and I'll I'll try and um, hold it back a little bit. Unless your mom, mom, hello, love you. Let me be me. Um, let's see what else. Oh, um, another thing that happened this weekend that was super frustrating. Oh, kitty, you do a good flop. So cute. No, Archie. Oh my God. Ugh. Um. Okay. No. Um. So, jeez, so sorry. It's I just drove back from Texarkana today. Like, I went shopping for several hours, and then I came back, and, and, and it took, like, an hour and a half drive. And so I'm, like, super drained. And then I had to play with all the kitties and ponies, of course, because I've missed everybody so much. But anyway, one of the other annoying things that happened while I was gone was that um, I... Because you guys know from previous episodes that I've had to... I'm having to take another undergrad class and don't tell any of the tender boys because I told them I already graduated and we're just going to keep this between you and me, (laughs) um, that I still have to take one more class because I accidentally took the same class twice and I'm not that stupid. I promise. I just transferred schools. I didn't realize the credit transferred for a class that I took later and the whole thing. So, um, yeah, now I have to take another class And I'm already enrolled in one graduate level class, but they like did this weird thing where it was open summer one, but I'm taking it technically in summer two. So I've had access to it all summer one, but I didn't have to have it done until the end of summer two. And then I was going to take another class summer two, but now they won't put me in the other class for summer two because, uh, because I haven't graduated. And I'm like, but I'm already taking the other one, so is that one not going to count? And I'm just like, I want to bang my head through a wall. I want to put my head through a wall. I'm so frustrated, and now I'm going to be behind in the grad program, and I'm just like, oh, I'm so irritated. It's so annoying. Like, I cannot tell you guys how annoying my college experience has been. It seems like every time I think something is okay, they're like, oh, just kidding here, deal with this now. And it's always been like that. Like I lost my scholarship one semester for not living on campus and like, it just, and they didn't notify me. And now I have to take another class because nobody told me that I took the same class twice. And even though they had the entire semester to let me know, but nobody did that. They just let me go ahead and spend the money and take it. It's fine. You do your school, but that's kind of shitty. 
and my advisors were like, well, ultimately it's the student's responsibility to check your transcript and make sure you're not taking anything twice. And I was like, actually, that is your one and only job, my dude, is to make sure that I'm not fucking anything up because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm like, ugh, fine, yep, put it on me so you don't get sued. Cool, 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 cool. Appreciate it. Um, a fun thing that I did is I got another piercing, and that makes 11. Bet you didn't know that about me. I think I have 11 piercings. I have three lobe on each, so that's six. Then one. I've got my orbital done, so that's seven. Then the outside, like the cartilage of my orbital, so that's eight. And then I have three cartilage on the other ear now. So eight, nine, ten, eleven. Oh, and then my nose ring. That's twelve. I have twelve piercings. Yee motherfucker. I'm so sweary tonight because I'm tired. I'm very sorry. Um, but yeah, I had two cartilage on one side, and I just got the other one pierced because why not? Parents won't let me get any more tattoos, so I'm just gonna keep adding piercings until my entire ear is pierced. Um. Yeah, I really want another tattoo. Like, all I really want at the moment is just, like, I want two rings on my ankle. Like, they're just, like, like a, uh, two lines that go all the way around. You know? Like a, like a, like a permanent bracelet. But just two. One thick and one thin on my ankle. That's all I want. But no. Get disowned. So, I have to wait until we are financially stable. You can do anything you want. When you're financially stable. That's a TikTok reference. If you don't know that, where have you been? Do you live under a rock? Wally, answer the question. Wally says, I live under your roof. And it is very hot in here because the insulation sucks. It's so hot all the time. Um, okay, so this is why, see, this is why I don't like to have a list because then I'm like, uh, it doesn't just flow out of my stupid head. And then I'm like, what else do I want to talk about? But I really just want to talk about, oh my god, ADHD, relationships, and um, baby horses. But we're getting to the baby horses. Um, but yeah, I don't really think I have anything else to say of substance on relationships. I mean, I feel a little bit obligated to advise that, like, you don't um, pursue anything <laughs> that um, doesn't feel right. Cause, and, like, that's where I'm having a hard time, and I... And I called, called my therapist, and we're gonna we're gonna talk this shit out and figure it out. Um, but I don't know. It's just it's so hard for me to tell the difference between I'm saying no mas <laughs> versus like it actually being not a good idea. You know, like I I can't tell if it's me being afraid and ruining it so that um, well ruining it is a strong word, but like purposefully ending it or not replying or um, self-sabotaging so that they stop, <laughs> um, all of those things I do, yes, very not conducive to having a relationship, but at the same time, I'm like, I just, I don't know, because sometimes it just doesn't feel right, but I don't know if my feel right radar is just, like, permanently broken because of, like, the ra the last relationship, I'm sure it's not permanently broken, but, like, it just got a little bit, a little bit twisted up. And I have been watching a lot of, and I highly recommend it to you too, if you find that you're having a pattern or an issue with relationships, watching um, Kirk Honda's 90 Day Fiance series on YouTube. He, it's Psychology in Seattle. It's a podcast that I always talk about. Love that podcast. So good. Um, but he's doing a series on 90 Day Fiance and I watched 
all of them, particularly Darcy, her series, so enlightening. And he was just talking about like when people feel like they're like, oh my God, I just, I keep picking the wrong people over and over again. And it's not so much that as it is, um, we have a repetition compulsion. And if you're aware of it, then you stop trying to repeat past relationships to fix them because that's what happens if you find yourself having a similar situation over and over and over again. It's because sometimes we're too good at trying to reproduce a past situation, um, but we do it because we're trying to absolve that situation and fix it. Um, absolve it of issues, I meant to say. Um, so, but, but then sometimes we're too good at reproducing it and then it ends up going south anyway. And so I don't know if that's what I'm doing um, or if I'm just like, so scared of being in another relationship and that amount of vulnerability is really frightening to me and I the guy that has lasted the longest talking to him I'm just like I I don't know I just I I can feel the desire to like throw a bomb in and blow it up (laughs) like I just I don't because I'm like oh no I don't want it but I I know that that's not how I actually feel because then I get lonely and I'm like I want to be in a relationship I'm good with where I'm at right now and I I want one it's not it's not out of need it's not out of like desperation or anything like that like it has been in the past like after I got out of my really long relationship I was like I need to grab the closest body and make it look like I'm happy you know and I've let go of um a lot of that and now it's more just like I just kind of, like, miss having somebody to talk to and do stuff with, and I think that's okay, and I think it's okay to want love. I mean, I'm a hopeless romantic through and through. I'm a Libra. We're supposed to be very romantic people, and don't come at me with, astrology's not real. It's fun, okay? Leave me alone, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. I just, I feel, I feel like it's something that I'm interested in, but at the same time, it's a little bit difficult because I'm like, chill. I know you're going to screw it up. And if they send me one wrong, your, or two, or their, or spell ridden wrong, oh my God, why is that so hard? People can't spell ridden. It's R-I-D-I-N or road. And I'm like, it's just double D-E-N. That's all you got. That's all you got to do. It's not that hard. And people cannot do it for some reason. I automatically judge them as dumb. And I know that's so judgy. And I shouldn't do that. But at the same time, I'm like, oh God, if you're already doing that, like, because I'm annoying. I know I'll correct a bitch. And I'm like, I just need him to start off good. And that is impossible to find. Because I don't know. Like, apparently it is too much to ask for. For man's to be able to spell just a little bit. Because if, especially during Rona season, if I'm going to be texting you a lot, I need to not have my eyes bleed at how bad your sentences are. And there was another one. My bio said... Lives in Hot Springs, Arkansas, which is not necessarily true. I live near Hot Springs, but that's a big town, so I just put that one. And um, then I told this man that I was headed back from Texarkana to Hot Springs. And he says, it's awful hot outside for you to be going to a hot spring, question mark. Also, where do you live, question mark. And the dummery is so dumb, it made me dumb. I don't even know the idiocy like (laughs) I it says in my bio that I live in hot springs I said I'm going back to hot springs I'm not going to a hot spring like I just uh, and then to follow it up with where are you from like bro uh, no 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 he got left on red see what I'm talking about like he could be a wonderful person very smart have good job it don't matter 
I wrote them off as dumb because I'm shallow. And I that's that just sucks. That is my toxic trait. I'm probably being way too honest, Miss Podcast, but you know what? You guys deserve it because I told you that would be real on here. And somebody commented on my Instagram the other day and told me that they wanted me to be more real. Here it is. I am flawed. Are we surprised? Because I'm not surprised. I, I've been knowing this. We've been knowing that I'm flawed. Um, <laughs> speaking of Instagram, I'm really about to just like delete the whole thing. I'm so over it. I'm losing followers like re- more rapidly than ever before. And like I asked, I think the other day I asked like two questions in a post. Like two people answered and I was like, never again. Cool, cool. <laughs> just No. I just look stupid. It's like when you walk into a room and you wave at people and you're like, hey, and then they don't wave back and everybody in the room knows that you did that. And then you're like, shit. <laughs> like, that's how that feels. And I hate it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Public rejection. Not a fun thing to deal with. I gotta take a drink of water. It's all over my face now. And on my shirt. Um, Okay. So, I think that's that pretty much covers what old Gil needs to say about um, relationships, because I'm so tired. But I do want to talk about the baby ponies for a little bit, because I um, haven't really talked about them much. It's been a minute. Um, Sterling, the Appaloosa one, is the bane of my existence. Poor thing is just so ugly. His mom hates people. Rightfully so. She came from a kill pen, and she's a quarter horse that has lots of, like, hematoma scar tissue stuff on her hind end. So I'm sure she did not come from a good, good, uh, background. So she does not like people. So it's, while it is justified, it is annoying. Um, because that makes her baby not fantastic. Archie, no. I'm busy. Thank you. Anyway, so, um, I need to work with her and, um... Make her, um, like people, and I need her child to like people, um, because he has to come inside during the daytime because his skin is pink because he's an Appaloosa, and he has pink skin instead of black skin, so he sunburns really easily, so he has to be inside all day, and the guy that feeds hates him because they literally have to corral him because he won't follow his mom. And they just, they can't lead him, so that's my job. (laughs) And so I've got to work with him, even though he is, he's just my least favorite. He's so weird. He just doesn't act like, the other babies are just so chill, and they learn so fast. But Sterling still, like, doesn't understand pets. Like, he just, he acts, I don't know how to describe it. Like, the whole time you're scratching him, instead of, like, sticking his lip out and, like, getting really, like, relaxed, he just, like moves and twitches a lot like I don't understand I don't know if he needs to do it more or if he likes it I can't that's the thing that bothers me I can't tell if he likes it or if he's scared (laughs) like um so I mean I guess he would move if he were more afraid but I don't know anyway so I've got to work with him and then um Dexter and Astro have just kind of been chilling Dexter wasn't losing his coat and Astro is essentially like all the way gray and Astro, I mean, Dexter is just like, he was still like brown and had that poopy full coat. So we power packed him with Wormer to see if, um, that was the problem. Cause he was also eating his mom or his damn Dixie's tail. 
Um, so we were like, maybe he's got some parasites, some worms. Um, so we power packed him, and he's he's losing it. Um, Azula's almost let go of all of hers. So she's getting healthier. The other day I worked with her and um, taught her to pick up all four feet in a 15-minute session. Like, come on. I love her so much. She is my favorite through and through. Um, I cannot wait until that filly is mine all the way. Just, I love her so much. Like, I just, I, I pulled up to the farm and she was right next to the, like, the entrance. So I just got out of my car and set up my phone and started filming and I didn't even like I was just scratching her and I was like what do we need to work on and then I just started picking up her feet and I didn't squeeze her leg or anything like that just like walked up to her and ran my hand down her leg and I I've known because when we first got her um she like was like don't touch my feet kind of like you know when you grab a cat's paw and they're like stop it and they snatch it from you she was kind of like that so like admittedly it might have been mildly aversive but um she knows me well enough and I scratched her everywhere and she wasn't wary and obviously she's at liberty so she's free to leave and I just ran my hand down her leg and she lifted her leg and like like to step away and I clicked and um gave her a bunch of scratches and then I just repeated and repeated and repeated until um I could just hold her foot and then I went to the other side and then I did her hinds and her hinds are a little bit harder because I think, um, obviously she has to organize more, um, to pick up her hind end. Um, so that one's still a little rocky, but she'll pick all of them up. Um, but the fronts I can like pick up and hold, which is pretty great. Um, I got to work on that with the boys too, but it's just so fun working with the babies. Cause I don't have to deal with like food and messing with it. And like, I'm not hating on working with food, but it is a lot easier to just be able to walk out and like know that scratches are going to be enough Um, because boy babies are just born itchy and I have um, I have all that footage and I'm going to post it um, probably I think tomorrow maybe I don't know it depends Um, but I'd like to get it up soon because I thought it was a really good video of like working humanely at liberty um, just using scratches teaching a baby horse to pick up her feet so um yeah, I don't know, but, um, I'm really enjoying working with them, and, um, Azula also, I taught her how to halter, um, or to have a halter put on with no, um, force or anything like that, just letting her figure it out, and she was super good at that, and, um, got lots of scratches for that, and then I didn't do it for, like, two weeks, and then came out and tried to put a halter on her, and she was totally fine. Now, the next step is teaching her to lead, um, and so just everybody needs to pick up their feet and lead, and that way I can, um, give them all baths, because, wow, do they need it desperately, (laughs) um, but, yeah, so that's kind of where we're at with all the babies. It's just so fun working with them, because it's just, all you need is scratches, and they're so game, and they want to play, and so, you know, every now and again, I listen to, um, separate sentence. I listened to Shauna Karish's podcast. Um, I forget what it's called. It's like, um, oh God, I don't know. It's some clicker training podcast. I forgot what it's called, but it, I listened to an episode about working with foals and she was talking about how sometimes she'll step out and just like run and play with them. And that's really, really fun for Astro because, oh my God, he is just the studiest little baby ever. He just wants to bite and play and bite and play and bite and play and bite and play. It's so annoying but cute, (laughs) but 
annoying as a human who's trying not to die. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I really am enjoying working with the ponies. I know I've got a lot that I need to do with Zoe. I just ordered some ground driving lines. I'm going to see if I can, um, you know, work, work on that with her. But I don't know. I don't really have a whole lot to talk about. In all honesty, I'm about to fall asleep recording this episode. Um, I think I've probably divulged enough between drinking Adderall and Tinder. <laughs> I think you might know enough. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's anything else I, um, like, desperately want to say. Um, again, uh, I mean, as far as, like, you know, medicine and uh, mental health goes, um, I actually do want to say this. Um, you know, if you're struggling with anything at all, if you have ever felt down or all over the place or, um, you know, just like something's a little off or maybe nothing is really wrong, but you just aren't happy with something or you'd like for something to change, um, either external or internal about yourself or about the environment, anything like that, um, just take it from me. It's not weird to seek therapy. Um, I'm in therapy and I have been, God, I don't know, for probably like two, two two-ish years now, maybe almost two years. Um, you know, it, it can be difficult to find a therapist that you really click with, but once you do, it can be really, really beneficial, especially for stuff like that. Um, I feel like a lot of people think, uh. sorry, I have to burp. Um, and I know a lot of people do because I get a lot of messages about it, that therapy is for if you're like really messed up or if you're crazy or if something is really bad. But I really encourage you not to wait until something is really bad um, to seek out therapy because I think the best time to... Um, seek out some help is when things are maybe like feeling a little bit off or just not what you want but when you've got like a grip on it still you know because if you've like hit the lowest of your low depression it can be a little bit hard to like hear out and like want to seek out something to help you you kind of just want to lay in bed all day but um I think that maybe um you know the sooner the better And, you know, if nothing is wrong, but you just kind of want to talk to somebody or maybe you want to work on something else, like, that's a lot of um, what I'm doing right now is, like, I don't really feel like anything is wrong or I feel like I'm, like, you know, desperately in need of therapy, but um, I just think it would be easier to sort it out with somebody who um, is a professional and who knows more than I do and has had more experience and can... um, help me use my venting time wisely because friends and family are phenomenal to talk to about stuff sometimes. Sometimes they're not, but, um, sometimes they're great. But I mean, like, you know, I'll be talking to my best friend about stuff and she'll be like, "Mm, I don't know. That's a really tough one. You'll have to ask (laughs) your therapist about that because I just, I don't, I don't know how to handle that. I don't know what to say. And I'm like, that's cool. (laughs) I'm like, it's fine. That's why I have my therapist is so that, um, I can do that. And because, I mean, it's great and all to, like, be able to vent and talk about what's going on. But, you know, sometimes the advice friends give is not... Usually it's not good advice. <laughs> it's more just trying to support you and not really, like, help the situation. And that's why I like therapy. And there's absolutely no shame in it. Our society likes to say that it's for crazy people, especially in the media. It's just portrayed as this, like, 
wildly out there thing where somebody sits across from you and is like, and how does that make you feel? And while CBT therapists can be a little bit like that, that's what I go to um, as a CBT therapist, but it's it's actually helpful when they do it and the, the way that they execute it. And if it's not and you don't vibe with your therapist, you are totally free to walk away and go find somebody else who might work for you better. I think if it's helpful at all, I found my therapist on psychologytoday.com. Um, it's not an ad. <laughs> um, but I would recommend looking for like psychodynamic, humanistic, attachment therapist, uh, CBT. CBT is okay. It's a little bit... Um, I don't know, it's a little bit too, like, problem-present-focused for me. Um, I kind of, like, want to learn about the the past and, like, attachment and stuff like that. But that's not for everybody. A lot of people like solution-focused and stuff like that. But I just, I would rather, like, address all of it and not just, like, one problem, if that makes sense. Um, But, yeah, the humanistic therapies are, are where I think the money, the money... I was going to say the money shop, but I believe that is not what I want to (laughs) say. And if you know why it's not, you're an adult. Um, But anyway, um, yeah, I think that that is probably good for today. I just want you guys to take care of yourselves and be healthy and be happy. And if you are not, or if you just feel like you could do more, perhaps, there's no, there's absolutely no shame in seeking out therapy and wanting to talk to somebody in a productive way that um, knows how to be there for you. Um, There's no shame in it. There's no need to be embarrassed. I've definitely been going for a long time. I started going because I was in a really toxic relationship and I wanted (laughs) to fix myself so that I could stay in it. And um, it turns out that wasn't possible because we just didn't work, (laughs) Um, which is fine. And it took going to therapy for me to like really realize that. But yeah, I don't know. I hope that um, that makes some sense to you guys and you guys um, get that, feel that, hear that. Maybe you needed to hear it. Maybe you didn't. I don't know. Um, anyway, I think I'm going to call it a night, guys. I am exhausted and would really like to take a shower and just go to bed. So I think that's what I'm going to do. So thank you all for listening. You can check me out on Jet Real Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, Jet Echo Theory, everywhere else, and my website, jetequitheory.com. I worked so long on my website the other day. That's the thing that I worked like four or five hours on. I worked so long on it. I added new pages and reorganized it, and like, it's so perfect. So go look at my website for me, jetequitheory.com. Lots of resources, lots of useful information on there. So check that out, and without further ado, I don't know why I said that, because that doesn't really make sense. I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to end the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll catch you guys next Tuesday with hopefully a better, less tired episode. Okay, bye. (laughs)